Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have you ever bought something knowing full well you were going to return it? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. 651-641-1071. Have you ever purchased something knowing full well you were going to return it? That is the question we are asking, and we'd love you to call. Bradley, why are we asking? We are asking because I am mildly obsessed with that outfit that J-Lo wore over the weekend for a fashion show, Dolce & Gabbana, I think it was. And she's in Italy, which I'm just like, wasn't she just there? But when you're a superstar mega rich person with your own jet, you can like fly all over the world like nobody's business. The world is your backyard. Right? So anyway, she um, put on this amazing outfit. I'm kind of obsessed with it, but then I died laughing because... Somebody is going to lose a job. They left the tag on one of the pieces she was wearing, <laughs> which seems like that's a that's a rookie mistake. Yeah. And also maybe it's just a, a rich person flex. Like I'm not, you know, like I don't even. I just put on these, you know. I just take them from the store. Right. I don't even have to take the price tags off. But I think it's probably like she's going to return it. You right. know, like your aunt Barb who bought a dress for you know your friend's wedding and was like, I don't want to actually spend the money so i'm gonna keep the tag on right wear the dress and then return it the next i do feel like that how many sitcoms is that a plot in right like i feel like that's a plot well, in so the many Golden sitcoms. Girls, blanche did that in fact and then dorothy spilled something on it that's and what then i thought blanche got real upset because then uh she couldn't return it she was and out a bunch of dorothy money Dorothy is like well you were lying so that's your fault not mine it's called karma Six five one. Thank you for sharing that bread. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Have you ever bought something knowing full well you were going to return it, and you never had any intention of keeping it? Holly, let us know when we have callers well, on the line. We have a few people on oh, the good, line. Oh, good, good, good. Because I will, I will tell you that I uh, definitely have a story. I have done this more <gasps> than once, but really? we'll get to that after we get to our listeners. Who's up first? Julie's first. Hi, Julie. Julie, what did you buy knowing full well you were going to return it? Okay, so I'm really good at the need and want thing. So I always, do I need it or is it that I want it? So I always go by need. Well, I finally gave in and I'm like, I really, really want this dress. And I bought this dress and I knew it had a 30-day policy for returns and stuff. So I tried and tried to find an outing so that I could wear the really cool dress, but I couldn't, so I returned it. Oh, mm. womp womp! So you never got to wear it out? No. Did you? But, but, did, but tell the truth. I didn't need it. <laughs> tell you. Tell the truth though. Did you put it on and wear it around the house just so you could get some use out of it? No, just at the store. I was oh, okay. afraid if I put it on again, I'd keep it. <laughs> that was probably a good wow. move on your part. I'm impressed with. I'm impressed yeah, I'm very with you. Impressed, yeah. Thank you for your call, Julie. That's. I mean, I'm impressed with her ability to. You know, to even like have the 30 days on her calendar to know the window before she needs to return it. Like, how many people would just have forgotten about it? Oh, for sure. And found the dress three years later. And been like, ooh, I never returned that. Whoopsies. Holly, who else do we have on the line? Jack's on the line. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Jack, what is the other, what is the thing that you bought knowing full well you were going to return it? 
Well, years ago, <clears throat> I got a KitchenAid mixer because my partner was out of town, and I wanted to bake a cake and make some bread. But he said we didn't have enough room in the kitchen for a KitchenAid mixer, so I bought one and I returned it two days later. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Did you clean it really well to make sure there was yes. not a speck of flour on it? Oh, I did. Yeah, and I said it was the wrong color or something when I returned it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that's, Jack, that's great! Hilarious. I'm Thank impressed you. by that. Thanks for your call. A KitchenAid mixer. Oh. I bought a blender. Okay, so knowing full oh, well wait. that I was going to return it. I remember that. I probably told this story on the radio, but if you haven't heard it, because why would you? That's not something you're carrying around in your memory if you don't need to. Um, but in college, my freshman year, we wanted to make uh, daiquiris. Yeah. Like also, what what were we like? You know, middle-aged gals on the go. No, it was 1993, <laughs> and my friend Danielle and I wanted to make daiquiris in her room. Uh, our dorm room one night. And so we went to Target because, you know, you don't, uh, nobody has money right. in college. Right. So we went to Target, bought a blender, used it to make daiquiris, by the way, with, uh, what is that orange drink? Sunny, sunny, sunny side delight. Up. Sunny delight. Yeah. Sunny, sunny D. D. Sunny D. <laughs> so sunny D and Wait, then that's rum not in the recipe and ice. Oh well, because gosh. we're, we were trash. I and we had it. no idea what we were doing. Oh God. And we just wanted booze. I mean, that's the real story. Oh so, gosh, that's so we funny. made daiquiris one weekend and then, uh, we cleaned that sucker up, took it back, packaged it and took it to target. Now I will say that was back in the day when target had that policy. And I don't know if you remember this, but they, they had a very, very, um, relaxed policy on returns. Sure. I think they've since tightened things up. Although that said, like it's not like they smelled daiquiri on us or something. So we did clean it up and put it back in all the packaging. And well, I think knowing full well though, and that was the difference. Like, yeah, we knew full well we were returning this thing when we bought it. I this shocks me about you, and here's why. Because oh, I'm a rule follower. You're a rule follower yeah. like me, and that's one of the reasons why like I don't return well, things. I was still period. drinking then. So my, okay, it was my a rule different following time. abilities were entirely uh different than a they are different today. Different time. Well, we've yeah. got a couple more callers here. Oh, okay. No, I, who do we have on the line? Well, we got Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Shannon, what did you buy knowing full well you were going to return it? Hi, Shannon. Hi there. So Hi. You what'd you buy, Shannon? Hi there. It was not me. It was some children that came to a restaurant where I work for prom, and they had dresses that were more expensive than my wedding dress, so shoes with tape on the bottom that they intended to return. They took these dresses and shoved them in the backpacks, and then went to a, um, I don't know, a bonfire. So they didn't wear the dresses that they may well have returned or the shoes. Interesting. I love the idea of tape on the shoes. Yeah, no that's kidding. a brilliant strategy that you know that's a that must be a thing. Yeah. I bet you there is a website that tells you how to wear oh, yeah. items and still be able to return them. For right? sure. Because you know how I know this is that there's a whole world of people that tell you how to bring contraband on a cruise ship. Oh yeah. I know it's totally unrelated, but No, but you've told us you've given us some of the tips. Like well they do there's YouTube videos you can watch to see how to like impregnate a bottle of mouthwash with your favorite vodka so that you can bring it on board the cruise ship. I know that's maybe not the right uh, word, but no, you know, like you got that. the I was point. here for it. Yeah. Uh, Holly, who else do we have on the line? Michelle is going to give us the last word. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Michelle, what is the thing you bought knowing full well you were going to return it? Well, it was my husband, and it was a college story. He went to Best Buy and opened a credit card and bought a huge stereo set. And then they threw a keg party, and so what they did is they cut 
covered it all up with plastic, and it was a great party. I was actually there, and then they returned it the, on the following Monday. Oh, I mean, my word. Do not, don't ever put anything past college students. Right? <laughs> I love yeah. that. Thank you for your call. A whole stereo system. I mean, it just like, listen, people just have gotten savvy I about also, how to rent things from stores. I also think it just shows the ingeniousness of the college student. Like they actually know the return policy. They're, you know, not breaking, yeah. technically not breaking the rule. Right. right? They're, they're following. I, I don't know. I think there's some delightful. There's some delightful appreciation. Well, and you know, the thing about it is like, those are the kinds of things that often, if they get returned, result in a huge discount because things get well, yeah, sold after being in an open box. Open box stuff. Yeah. So, so then... The double thanks, because then I can up, buy it for cheap. Keep up the good work. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we will be featuring a parade. Lucky. But also, we're going to talk about Farrah Abraham. She's getting oh, all litigious. Not lucky. We're going to figure, we're going to figure out who she's trying to sue now after this. On my talk 1071 to do that. But this is the Colleen and Bradley show live from the Minnesota State Fair on my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom and I'm Bradley Trainer. And uh, it is parade time, but we are going to work together to bring you the very important news you need to know about Farah Abraham. Oh gosh, you guys, she is a hot mess. Do we have a Farah Abraham is a mess opener? No, because we should. <laughs> there it is. Because she is a certifiable Hot mess of the first degree. How do I know this? Because, well, TMZ caught up with her over the weekend, and she is in a suey mood. You know, she's real fresh, suey. She's re feeling real suey. <laughs> she apparently has moved on with her feud, uh, from her feud rather, with Chrissy Teigen. You'll remember that she had uh, thoughts and feelings about Chrissy Teigen. Well, now she's got thoughts and feelings about Havard, not Havardy cheese. Harvard Business School, because yes, she is a Harvard graduate. No. No, actually, she's not even a Harvard student. More on that in a bit. I want, though, to play, and perhaps we can, uh, I'll mute the mic so you don't hear the parade in the background. Yeah. Holly, we've got a clip of TMZ's interview with Farah Abraham. We're in, by the way, I just want to set the scene for you. She has a complaint about Harvard Business School. We know that they kicked her out of, well, they didn't kick her out, but they were like, you know, I think you're probably best suited to take a remedial class or two before you come on over to Yeah, so you our... can work on writing at a sentence level. Yeah. But she was actually locked out of a Zoom class. Yes. Right. So yeah. that did happen. She wasn't, like, kicked out of the school. She was trying to get in her Zoom yeah, class. Yeah, they were like, this is not for you. Yeah, bye. We think you should try something. Uh, try our, you know, our pre-show experience. Yeah. You know, try one of our online courses that'll maybe get you up to speed so that you can come back and do this class. Yeah, like basics in the English language. She did not like that. It didn't sit well with her. So dressed in a beautiful Harvard sweatshirt class of, I don't even know what it says. I can't, there's Latin. Oh my gosh, anyway, with I'm Harvard, dying. She's wearing a Harvard sweatshirt with, while she's doing this interview. With a Harvard sweatshirt, TMZ catches up to her, oh. aka they told her to, or she told them to meet her on a corner and yeah. that she would give them all the details. She uh, had about three and a half minutes of something to say. Let's listen to a little bit of what Farah had to say about her grievances with Harvard. That's my Harvard review. I feel very sorry to see it in almost 2022 after fighting so hard 
for education. Teen moms, no matter your minority, no matter your race, no matter your color, like I was like the most person of color in the class. Everyone else is super white. Yeah. Um, everybody deserves, no matter where you're from, to do class. She mentioned she had two high school students, this teacher who did this to me. Well, I hope her, I hope her high school kids know that their mom purposely has to block out younger women who are, I guess, in a vulnerable class who can just be discriminated against. But I'm happy I have my official transcripts and I can move on with my life. But wow, that was an awful, awful environment to do school in. And I don't deserve it. And I treat myself better than that. So I will be taking okay, legal so action against that's enough of Farrah Abraham. She's aggrieved. She's had enough. She has left her negative review. I don't know. Did you hear that in the clip? No, that wasn't in the clip. Okay, this so is great, The best though. part of the clip that you missed was Farrah Abraham being ticked that Harvard said, girl, you can't write at a sentence level, and I'm not even paraphrasing. Those are the words. Those are the words that the, the teacher, the professor for the class that she tried to uh, purchase her uh, attendance at. Yep. The woman was like, you know, you're great. This is awesome. But maybe you should start with a class where you could write at the sentence level. Again, no shame. Like, no. at least the teacher was giving you thoughtful advice. And the, the, it sounds like from her description of the professor's conversation that the professor was like, I don't want to waste your money. Right. You're not going to get everything out of this if you can't participate at the level that is required. So why don't you do this? So it's not like the woman said, you're dumb, go away. No. Harvard is too good for you. No, she they was actually, actually trying to be helpful. A solution, yes. According to her own description of the account. Right. Well, also, she was so aggrieved, Fair Abraham was, that she talks about how she left a negative uh, review on Yelp. So a negative okay, review great. of Harvard. Because how many of you are going to do your, like, you know, graduate school. Well, everybody goes straight to Yelp before they do their right, like, college hey, tour. I was thinking about Harvard, but let's check what? their Yelp what reviews. What did I say on Yelp? I think we should see how they do on Yelp. Is but it, it five wasn't stars? Just, but, but it wasn't but just wait, Yelp. There's, wait, more. there's more. She didn't just leave a review on Yelp. She also left a review on Google Maps. And she says that. She goes, <laughs> "I th that is my review of Harvard that I left on um, something. Yelp? Yelp and, and Google, Google Maps. Maps. And it's like, Google Maps. What? You what? Well, first what? of all, it's Google. You what? left a review on Google. So that now I love that when people go, you know, oh. type in Google in their Google Maps or Harvard. excuse me, Harvard <laughs> in their Google Maps, it's going to say this place stinks. They, you know, they don't treat their students very well. And then you get to the bottom of the screen and you realize it's fair Abraham. I think unfortunately, as much as uh, I am not one to sort of look down my nose or up my nose or whatever, you know, whatever direction around your Ivy nose. League experience. I'm, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying there's that perception, mm -hmm. right? I think it's actually, it would be probably a selling point for me, as mm -hmm. not snobby as I am about these things, that Farrah Abraham gave it a crap Oh, review. you'd be like, I'm in then. I'd be like, okay, All I right. think this is legitimate, because even they recognize that this woman cannot, for the life of her, get out of her own way. Um, there's just, this is the gift that keeps on giving, and there's this piece of me that feels like, I, I'm trying to figure out, is she in on the joke? Right? Like, what? I don't this know. This is Farrah Abraham. I know. There is, she does not joke. She's very <laughs> strident about this. The educational abuse that she suffered at Havar. She just shows up, like, she just spits out words. Well, that's it's the word thing. Salad. Word salad. It's in, like you literally are going to the word sentences. salad bar. Yes. I... I wish, okay, I'm full of disclosure, pulling back the curtain. We listened to all, what, three minutes? Three and a half minutes of Farrah Abraham. Three and a half minutes. 
Mm. It was first of all, she she like she gets in everything it, politics, uh, all of it. And I said, I said, did I not say it is nearly impossible to figure out which soundbite we need to share yeah, yeah. because it's all so choice. Because you just drop the needle at any point. It and actually makes sounds, her job pretty easy yeah. because you can drop the needle anywhere and you're not going to understand what she's trying to say. In fact, the we creepy do thing an experiment is, on that. The creepy thing is, if we had more time, we could. Yeah. But if. Uh, um, she's a mess and oh. go away and it's fine Harvard you're going to be okay yeah, don't worry Harvard I hope you're not quaking in your yeah, Ivy League like, we need to really boots. work on that uh, SEO score from that review she that- did talk about if because you're Harvard and you have the Ivy League check mark yeah. like it's social media yeah. no it's Harvard it's fine they'll, don't worry about fine. it they're fine they're fine when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show crazy stupid idiots after this on my talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 10. Where do we go? My Talk 107. I don't know. I can't You're hear here. anything. Hey, Holly. Can yeah. you hear us? Yes, you could totally hear you guys. Okay, you're, we've you're... lost uh, headphones. Oh, okay. Well, it's that's fine. Wonderful. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Um, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Oh, that's why. Oh. Okay, hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> okay. I would like to explain to the audience how inefficient and ineffective as human beings and professionals on the radio we actually are. So I put on headphones and I'm like changing my monitor. I'm like, ooh, she's so loud. So I turn Colleen's voice down and then she can't hear anything because she's wearing the headphones I just turned down. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like so loud. Wait, how did so that happen? Loud. We just put on the wrong headphones, oh, honey. Gosh. It's all good. We are the crazy, stupid idiots. Truly. <laughs> well, then, like, I guess fine. one could say do your job. that's a crazy, stupid idiot. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the States. Say it with me, audience. They got Good it. Job. And Florida. sometimes other places. Like? Like Georgia. Georgia. Oh, this is, um, you know, sometimes there are certain stories that you bring and then you realize that you have to tell them in front of an audience at the mini the, at the Minnesota State mini, Fair. Minnesota the State Minnesota Fair. State Fair. Okay. And this is one of those. Oh, great. I would like to tell you the story of a 34-year-old woman. Her name is Christina Revels Glick. And Christina Glick. And she found herself on the beach in Georgia. And um, she really found herself. Oh, no. And what I mean is that she was enjoying her own company. Uh, with, she was polishing her own silverware, yep, if you with will. A, with a particular device. Oh. Well, is it the device one would expect in yes, such matters? Yes, it was. Okay, it was right. actually a device that was uh, designed for such times. But usually... It's really fast. It's something that you would use in private, maybe. Yeah, yeah sure. So, it's not a public experience exactly or it shouldn't be it should not be it was national beach day and our friend uh christina revels glick was busy uh getting her sip on at the bar and she thought you know what i need i need to take a little break and so she went out to the beach and she laid down a towel 
she sat herself down and she got something out of her purse. Okay. And then she put a towel over her lap. Oh, God. And she continued to use that device in the way that it is instructed. Okay. On the beach. Well, at least she put a towel over it. Well, turns out there was a woman and her family nearby. Oh, no. And she ran video on this occasion. It's like, who's running a weed whacker? Yeah. Someone was... I'm not even... Um. Like, you're just out at the beach with your kids, and you're like, somebody's got... Is that a drone? What is that? Yeah. Well, it wasn't the drone. It was the moan okay. that, that, that tipped her off, so to speak. So apparently she ran video on this and the, the mother, with the, the mother kids. with the yeah. kids okay. was like, hold on a second, kids. I got to get this on video. Maybe call 911, but sure. She did as video. well. She called 911 and was taking video because she needed evidence. Uh, the cops did show up and they were like, uh, the woman furnished the video for the cops. Yeah. The cops watched the video and said, do you know which direction she went? And the woman pointed toward the close by bar where the woman had left and then went back. Okay. So the cops went into the bar and they found Christina Revels Glick sitting in the bar. And they were like, hey, ma'am, by any chance, were you just out on the beach enjoying yourself? Digging for treasure. Something. Yeah. And she said, uh, yeah, actually, that was me. But it only took me 20 seconds. So I thought it was okay. 20 seconds? Wow. So she said. Is that like a record? I don't know. I mean, everybody's different, Bradley. Yeah. Everybody's different. Oh, she like admitted. You can, you can do the, the thing as long as it only takes 20 seconds or yes. less. It's completely illegal if it's 21 seconds. However. But she thought it was also okay because she had put a, a towel over herself. I mean, I I, I want to understand what her thought process was, but th that's just never a like. There is like in what world was she having the conversation where she was like, "Well, I got a towel, it'll be okay. <laughs> uh, it'll be like, fine. Uh, if I didn't have a towel, then no, I wouldn't be able to do this. But because I have a towel, I'm gonna be good." Also, is it customary to bring that particular device to a bar with you? I mean, it sounds like she probably just had it in her purse, and as someone who carries a lot of stuff in her purse, I mean, you know how that works. Are you I mean, talking about my purse? I'm just, well, I'm not talking about mine. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you would probably not be that surprised to learn that... More people than I think Maybe a woman or thing. two has something like that sure. in her purse. Sure, yeah. I could see. If you do need it at a moment's notice, it, I mean, it's I, a handy thing to have. I just, I, I, I would think, like, I'm going to leave this at home, but I'm the kind of person, like, if I would have something like that, it's going to be, like, and I... <laughs> I, don't I can't with, wait to hear how this one's going to end. I don't live with anyone who would need to be shielded from that experience. Right, right, right. But even in my home, I mm -hmm. would have that like buried in a terribly, you know, hard to find area, unobvious place, right? right? Because that's just how I operate through the world. Like hide that at all costs. Yeah. Um, because that's bad. I mean, it's not bad, but you know what I'm saying? It's I do. like there's a time and a place. Right. And my place would be hidden away from as many prying eyes as possible. Unlike However, our friend Christina Rebels Glick. are women like Ms. Glick and men probably who are like, hey, it's just natural. You, just, you, know, you get a little urge and you got to take care of business. On the beach. It's like when you have gas, just got to let it out. <laughs> okay. You know, some people feel okay. comfortable doing that. The difference is it's actually illegal. It's right, not illegal to fart. You can't do fart. that. Yeah. You can't do that in public. I hope it's not illegal to fart. Uh -oh. are, you t are you trying to tell me something? <laughs>
Who's your crazy, stupid idiot? Oh, um, stop no, it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, okay, so my crazy, stupid idiot is going to take us today to... Where were we, by the way? We California? were in Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Yeah. She was on a beach in Georgia? In Georgia, yeah. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. They do have a coastline. Yeah. That's um, allowed. I'll allow yeah, it. No, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Uh, I want to take you to Lexington, uh, Kentucky. Okay. Uh, I almost said 10... Yeah, I almost did that wrong. Anyway, uh, Ken Tucky. And I want to tell you about 46-year-old Alan. Uh, I'm just going to call him Alan because his name actually takes part of this story. And Alan was, Alan was busted recently for some uh, pilfering. Most of the time we call it shoplifting. And he stole about $500 worth of stuff mm. from the Target. Oh. Yeah. That would be easy to rack up. That would be easy to rack up, right? Like a five hundred dollar cart at Target. I mean, you could carry that around in one of those hand carts. Yeah. Or what do you call? It? No, like yeah, a like cart, a, yeah, a hand yeah, basket. Like a basket. My basket. Yeah. You could put five hundred dollars worth of stuff, no time at all, right? Yeah. Okay. Easy peasy. I've done well, it before. He stole five hundred dollars worth of merchandise, but that's not crazy stupidity at status. No. Not on this show. No. You need to do something worse. Yeah. You need to um, <laughs> polish your silverware. Take something out of your pants. Did he do that? Go to the bathroom. No, I'm just saying you have to do yeah, something. It's got to be noteworthy in order to make this segment. Let me tell you, criminals have been trying to do it for a long time. Well, it's not really anything about the theftery. It's kind of about what his name is and also what he was wearing. Okay. And it really, it's not, don't expect like oh. a hilarious punchline to this. It's just one of those oddities where you're like, wow, that's interesting. Okay, so his name is, first name is Alan. His first name is Alan. And his last name is Hammerpants, and he was wearing Hammerpants. No, close. Really? His name is Tatman, and he was wearing a Batman t-shirt. His last name is Tatman? Yeah, Tatman. That is the coolest last name ever. Tatman. And he doesn't have any visible tattoos, I will say that. Because well, you'd kind of think be with a name like that, do. you know, somebody in that family's like, my thing is going to be tattoos. I bet he's got like a big tattoo on his chest. We just can't see it. Big well, clipper ship. Yeah, big <laughs> clipper ship with a naked lady who dances when you move nice. uh, your pectoral just muscles. Just one peck. Um, no, he posed for his mugshot, and there he was wearing a Batman oh, shirt. Oh, Tatman the Batman. Yeah, Mr. Tatman the Batman. <laughs> I love that shirt, by the way, and I, I need to actually purchase another one of those because I had the original. Mm, the and, original. Yeah, well, like when they first right. came out because that was for uh, Michael Keaton's Batman mm-hmm. back in what, 1989, 91? Sure. When was that, Holly? 89. Okay. I knew it was in the 80s. God. You are good. Well, no, I just have a very visceral remember of waiting or visceral memory of waiting in line for that movie to come out at the Westwood Mall in Houston, Texas in 1989. It was probably the fall. I'm what just was the weather like? Was it a crisp it day? It was so beautiful. It was probably a little steamy because it's you, Houston. Were you wearing a nice light uh, sweater? No, I was wearing the Batman oh, that's t-shirt. Right. Sorry, I'm sorry. Ah. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying enough attention. But I was probably wearing acid wash jeans of or course. my favorite pin wash. What was that? What's pin wash? It looks like little pins. It was or galaxy wash, I think, is what they called it. Oh, I don't remember yeah. that. Anyway, fun story. Thanks. Who's your crazy stupid idea? Well, guess what? We're going back to Georgia, and that's oh, where we're going to meet another thirty-six-year-old. This one is a man by the name of Rodney Metzer, and uh, he's been sentenced to twenty-five years in prison for this crime that he committed. But the crime is what's weird. So. What he did is he kidnapped his ex-wife. Oh, okay. That's, mm-hmm. that's dark. I know. But he did it for a very specific reason. He kidnapped his wife. Yeah. Or was she just getting on his nerves? No. He was trying to get her back. by. Well, that'll do it. By saving her. 
Take my wife, Wait, please. Wait, by saving her? Yeah. Kidnapping he is saving her? He broke into her home back on January 1st. Oh, he I think wore, I know He wore going. a mask and disguised his voice. He zip-tied her hands. He put a pillowcase over her head. He dragged her outside, and he left her there. Then he went home, changed his clothes, came back. And discovered her and, and freed her. And saved her. Oh, wow. What a husband. Yes. He saved his wife. Yes. From near death. Yes. So he called the cops. At his own hands. And the cops were like, sir, we're going to need to hear that story again. And he was like, I just came over. I happened upon her. Uh, she'd been looked like she'd been kidnapped or something, and so I saved Wait a minute. her. Well, she wasn't kidnapped because she was at her house. Right. Well, later the cops uh, discovered surveillance footage of him leaving a store with zip ties in his hand. Oh God! And also on his computer, he had searched things like "How do I kidnap my wife?" How long before you starve to death? <gasps> oh my God! Right? He has been labeled a quote master manipulator. Just understand, we're all living with possible kidnappers and murderers at all times wow. if you have a partner i'm wow. just saying it could happen you really i've took watched that to a enough- dark place i know i agree with you hey. though i sometimes sit on the other end of the couch and look at my husband and think but do i really know because, you because nobody willingly marries somebody who's gonna like no do, you don't marry like, somebody this is the glass. kind of guy that's gonna kidnap me and it's save always me like a slow burn right like i just couldn't handle the way he clinked his spoon on the side of the porcelain bowl okay can i tell you something else this isn't the first time that this guy tried to get his ex-wife back. Oh, no. Before he uh, used this plan, he tried to win her back by faking a cancer diagnosis. Okay, oh. this dude is... He's no good. She needs to find somewhere else Well, to she's be. fine now because he's going to be locked up for 25 good. years. Bye. So, bye. Oh my God. Uh, also, bye. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. Live! After this on My Talk 1071.